we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 12th, 2015. And um, I'm going to go over some Bible verses now, just regarding, because what the gentleman said in the first video regarding on focusing on the Lord was the only way he could get through those times that were where he was being, I don't know if you want to call it tempted, um, those those feelings of rage and anger that, that he was battling. And if they do this thing, if they're able to pull this thing off with CERN, and they're able to start bringing pounds of antimatter into our dimension, our plane of existence, obviously there is going to be a massive dark awakening and uh, I think Russ Dizdar talks about that uh, regarding just humanity in general and the worst attributes of people the ones that 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 are suppressed are going to become commonplace and as Christians it's more critical than ever to know how to deal with that. And what what um, this Mike Around the World guy said is the main thing was to focus on the love of God regarding those things. That was the main attribute that got him through all that. And it's all the more ever tougher to do that if you're in a situation that you're enraged or if you're really angry about something. Um, but again, it's this flesh battling the spirit thing that we talked about from Romans 7 that he made reference to. And also making sure every day you're putting on the full armor of God and your family's putting on the full armor of God and praying for angelic protection and, you know, praying for the fear of the Lord, the, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. Um, Psalm 64 that I've got into many times re regarding um, God protecting you and your family, the remnant and the innocent, and then also at the same time, God judging the wicked. Because when God judges wickedness, good things always happen. So he just mentioned this one thing. He said it was the main thing that was, was, was able to get him through um, when he had these, these feelings. And I don't know, maybe maybe he got, I mean, this guy was a CERN insider. Maybe he literally got around where one of these containment areas where, like he said on that college campus, where all of these horrific things started happening. Maybe he got kind of exposed to a little bit of this dark matter in a concentrated form. And maybe that's why he was happy. He didn't really elaborate. Um, but he sure seems sincere, and he really, from what I could gather, the guy knows what he's talking about. On this, in this particular regard and on this particular subject. So, um, just some Bible verses dealing with that whole, whole thing. Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation... So again, this is the love of Christ. Okay, Shall tribulation, or distressed, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature. And that would be including demonic creatures. Evil entities shall shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord 
So that's a that's a good verse to maybe commit to memory if you're in these types of situations where all of a sudden you're just like, let's say all of a sudden you're just enraged and it's like no reason, you know, you're just, you know, and the, all of this other stuff that they've got available, you know, with the cell phone towers and the harp and the scalier weaponry and then all of the, the garbage they're doing to the air, the food, the water and all of these things they're trying to do to trigger those emotions in us knowing that we are going to be much more open to the to the influence of this dark matter particularly if they're able to bring it over here by the pound and and i mentioned this at the end of the last study but i think the most important thing that these verses are, are incredibly important but the most important thing regarding cern is to literally be getting on your knees and praying against it and this is what i was encouraging um the body of christ to do before when they were getting ready to really ramp up and they took like a two-year hiatus so i really believe i've seen over and over and over again god push back the itinerary of the wicked one and in foil his plans and but most likely god's hand was moved through the prayers of the saints i'm not saying god could do whatever he wants true but um i really believe it was through the the prayer of the saints and, and again this is something that the churches aren't praying about most likely i mean i doubt i just kind of doubt smiley joel osteen is doing a sermon on this right now i could be wrong i could be wrong or benny hinn or creflo give me a dollar um or your standard corporate 501c3 pastor that's not trying to offend anyone i mean this is like where the rubber meets the road stuff you the body of christ is so incredibly ill-equipped if you call yourself a christian i'm not saying that that they all are born again bible believing christians i i don't think the vast majority of them are but if you call yourself a christian we're christianity in general is probably one of the most ill-equipped groups of people they could be the most and they really from a from a spiritual standpoint are the most equipped to deal with what is coming but they have to have faith to believe it and in being in obedience to god and getting in the word of god and being saved and having the faith to believe that god can overcome their enemies that satan you know regarding god is a defeated foe so that's one verse to look at that was romans uh, 8 35 and then um Romans 8 39 and then Galatians 5 6 for in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision meaning if you're a Jew or a Gentile um in Jesus Christ those those are those matters don't they don't apply they don't it, it's not something that saves you or or grants you favor with God those things don't avail anything but faith which worketh by love so faith actually works by love the love of Christ for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So God commendeth his love toward us yet while we, while we were yet sinners. And Christ died for us. So he first loved us, so now that we can love him back. So faith, the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ worketh by love. 
And you're saved by grace through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So really, like I've said many, many times, so much of the Bible always tends to come back to faith. And faith worketh by love. Ephesians 3.17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, uh, and then it skips ahead, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all fullness of God. So, this is something that the, the scriptures talk quite a bit about. Rooted and grounded in love, that you know the love of Christ. Faith with which worketh by love. Um, it's mentioned over and over. These are just a few verses. Ephesians 5.2, the very first part. And walk in love as Christ hath also loved us. Okay, so we have love one toward another. 2 Thessalonians 3.5 And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. 2 Timothy 1.13 Hold fast the form of sound words which ye have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. So the faith and the love that we're talking about is rooted in Christ Jesus. And then it says, hold fast the, the form of sound words. And really that would be the word of God in, in, in essence. 1 John 3.23 And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. The Bible also says that perfect love casteth out all fear. So one of the attributes of this dark matter um, is going to be a, a tremendous, I believe, fear of fear of fear of man. Really, is what you can boil it down to. And the fear of man bringeth a snare. Fear of the situation, fear of the unknown, not fear of God. And that's going to be one of the attributes of this dark matter that that people are going to be motivated to do insane things, evil things, out of just the fear of saving their own skin. You know, that's going to become commonplace, most likely. So let's go further. Uh, Jude one twenty one. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Now, I also say these verses because they're very pretty much positive verses. You know, I mean, all of this stuff is so incredibly can be very very negative. And I realize a lot of the content that I put out, but it's it's not like I'm creating the content, it's just there. It's more of a watchman type standpoint that I'm motivated to do that. But counterbalancing all that negativity, like if you ever just read Dave Hodges from Common Sense, he's got some great material, probably some of the most cutting edge on the internet, you know, but it's totally man-centered i mean he says he's a christian and i'm not saying he's not but it's just man-centered we're all gonna die you know unless we do this or it's just there's no hope in it whatsoever you know it it's just 
it's like Debbie Downer. Just terribly, really, really negative. No hope, no nothing. When you read so many of these alternative reports, and that's what I'm trying to interject some balance into what we're looking at here, because I mean, you know, I, we, if, if that's all we ever dwelt on, then we're dwelling on negativity. We're opening ourselves up to the influence of this dark matter, these dark spiritual forces. As a man thinketh, so is he. So, I think it's super important in the days and times we're moving into. These other couple verses kind of came into my mind as well, talking about the subject. Ephesians 5.19, speaking to yourselves in Psalms. So there, there, there is a, um, I don't know, a direct confirmation that getting into the book of Psalms regarding counterbalancing all of this unbelievably massively negative news that we're increasingly reporting on. It's, it's kind of validates that. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It's very positive, you know? I mean, it's, there's like nothing negative about that. Uh, Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. So there's there's another... Sorry, my plug came in. I'm done there. Um, so yeah, that that's another thing that that um, another couple verses to think about. Anyway, I, that wasn't any kind of exhaustive study. I just wanted to give you some some things to think about, some Bible verses to think about. These are also um, most of the Bible verses I just went over um, are on the PDF for April 12, two thousand fifteen. And um, near near the start. So now let's go further, because I've just really started covering the CERN article. What we're going to be uh, covering now is other perspectives of CERN, and um, quite a few other little audio clips that we're going to be looking at here that are going to add more and more to this. It's been a long time since I've done a study on CERN because it's been shut down for a long time. You know, and with all the breaking current events, it's kind of like I can't really devote time to something that, that you're really not hearing a whole lot about. Uh, but now that it's getting cranked back up, and now that they're wanting to get this show on the road, they're getting it ramped up. See, what they're trying to do right now is get it up to where they're actually going to be up to finally get up to full power and then actually start the particle collisions, which will actually start producing this dark, this antimatter. Okay, So they haven't done it yet. But they're getting close. And that's why I think our prayers are more crucial now regarding this than ever. So this one is CERN and the Unleashing of the Dark Kingdom. Uh, this says, one theory suggests the existence of a hidden valley, a parallel world make of, made up of dark matter, having very little in common with the matter we know. Which is confirmation of what the, um, the gentleman that we were just listening to said in, in part one. And there's some links here regarding this. Now... I'm going to go ahead and uh, click on this. April 9th, 2015. You're looking at today's CERN page. It's saying that the preparations for the collisions at 13 TeV are getting, they're getting ready for that. Now, this has got to do with dark energy, and I want to say this. 
Particle colliders have been around for a long time. For over 50 years they've been experimenting with different types of this energy and they've in the attempt for to find uh, ways of new energy, not only that, to weaponize it. And uh, guys, there's been reports that as some soldiers were just in nuclear experiments, they were exposed to the radiation from the fallout and then tested to see what would happen as human guinea pigs. Well, the same thing has been reported in this particular technology that we're looking at here with CERN and some of the other ones that are around the world now. Some are smaller. This will be the largest one. But the reports were when they were subjected to this dark matter that was being generated by these small particle colliders, guys, that they were overtaken by rage. There we go. Totally separate guy saying the same thing. And these are just on the small particle colliders you know these are just i mean this is cern is by far the most you know gigantic one compared to anything that exists <laughs> they're being overcome with rage I, I didn't know this i i this is this information i was not aware of until i started this this study here that something came into their soul, it felt like, and took over their body. Now, these are the reports. One of the reports said that the only way that the soldier maintained was that he focused on God because it was that strong. It was, again, like a possession being taken over from this dark matter that was being released. Now, Second confirmation. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. So he was focusing on God. It's the only way he was able to maintain. When all, the, maybe his compatriots who were exposed to this were just going gonzo, bonkers, nuts, crazy. He focused on God and it got him through. It was the only, it was the only way. And, and focusing in on the love of God is even, you know what I mean? That's even, I believe, another step. They're about to step this up on a universal scale. I wanted to get that out of the way because it's important that we understand this. Now what they're talking about says that one theory suggests the existence of a hidden valley. A parallel world made of dark matter having very little in common. It's not the hidden valley salad dressing either. This is a different one when reference to. Sorry, a little humor there. Common with matter as we know it. And one of these theories proved to be true. It could help scientists gain a better understanding of the composition of our galaxies and solar systems. In this chart, the atoms, 4.9%, that's what we see, that's what we know of. Look at what a small actual portion of that is compared to dark matter and dark energy. Evidently, it's saying that atoms in the universe comprise 4.9% of the mass, and then outside of that, the dark matter and dark energy, which they have a different, different things listed, comprise the other... 95 plus percent of of the universe i i think that's what that meant it, the, the chart wasn't super clear but i'm pretty sure that had something to do with that now that brings us here and it's important we talk about this the fifth angel sounded and i saw a star fall from heaven into the earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit and he opened the pit and there rose the smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace 
and the sun and the air were what darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. How? Through the key. The fifth angel sounded, a star fell from heaven. That star was a fallen angel. Now pay very close attention. It says, And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. These are the evil spirits we're talking about. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men who have not the seal of God in their forehead. God's talking about a Passover. Right here in this Passover season, as a matter of fact, today... It's like a type of Passover. You know, those that were sealed in their foreheads, they, they would be passed over. They wouldn't be hurt. They ended the Passover season in Israel. There was only a week there. And to them it was given they should not kill them, but they should be tormented for five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when it striketh a man in those days... Men shall seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Why? Because they do not have control. That is how dangerous this situation could be. And it could be in a matter of weeks. How much time do you need to prepare? Think about this. They know that they could be opening or parting the veil. God has sealed this small percentage of the universe as we see it and, and know it to protect us from what's out there. Again, you're, you're looking at a Passover that will surpass anything ever known to man, even the first Passover of the, in the Egypt. And they were saved then because of the blood of the Lamb. You better become familiar with the words in red. Now, many say and have said that they haven't proven that dark matter exists yet. But, guys, they have. And what you're looking at is axioms that are coming from the sun, generated from the core of the, in the heat. Now, he's showing a, a model here that you can't see, but it's showing the, the sun and, and, and it how the sun's radiation uh, affects our own magnetic fields, essentially. And it's turned to photons and picked up in the Earth's magnetic field. Whatever we've been watching, CERN uh, control and distort the Earth's magnetic field. What are they doing? Is that where they're trying to pull this? It says a type of dark matter is the axions coming from the sun being converted into photons in the Earth's magnetic field. That is dark matter. That's what you cannot see. And where is it coming from? Not all over the universe, as some say. Now, it exists everywhere. It exists inside you. It can pass through the earth. But through the core, which is 15 million degrees K, the best theory so far is that dark matter particles called axions are being converted into photons by the earth's magnetic field. It's thought that they are produced in the sun's core where the extremely hot and dense condition can produce exotic particles. This, if you start paying attention to what I'm talking about, a lot of the pieces of this puzzle will come together. And it's now the article goes on to say that today the machine behaved at 450 gigavolts. There, it's bunch that they're circulating, and that's the bunch of protons contains about five billion. But when they ramp this thing up, it's going to be 120 billion protons per bunch colliding 
each time they collide, they're going to create dark matter. Is this going to go on for five months? Is that what they're talking about in Revelation 9? Let's take a look inside their computers as it was going on live today as I was recording this. Notice that. Now, I'm not saying that what he was talking about Revelation 9 is this. That's something God's going to permit to happen. Um, I, I don't think God's going to need a particle collider to open up the abyss. You know what I mean? Or to, or to permit that to happen. Okay. Um, so, I'm, I'm reluctant to start putting things like CERN saying that's where it happens in the Bible. We're not even in the tribulation yet. How, you know what I mean? If they're going to get it cranked up next week, are you telling me that we're going to be in the Bible now opening up the, you know, the bottomless pit or whatever? No, it, that's not a different event, okay? So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just reluctant to, to superimpose stuff like that um, on anything, biblically. Timestamp. You've got in the center red and blue lines. Each one is a beam as they're going around. Now he's got all these charts that, that you can look at if you watch the video. I mean, this guy's really done his own work. I mean, a lot of it's going over my head. But um, anyway, just if, you're, if you watch this, um, the video, you can get the full effect there. The 17-mile loop headed towards each other. Notice their uh, energy in GEV or gigavolts in the far right of the center graph, guys, when you're seeing it move. But they've turned it off. You can see at about 1,100 hours it's back down. And that's what they were saying. It was controlled at about that particular energy. That is the energy, guys, that when this thing shut down before. They've already obtained that in both beams, both the left side and the right side. And you can see as they turned it off in the bottom. You've got the LHCB green line, but let's go back to what it looked like at that point. Notice your timestamp. November 24, 2010. Graph on the left, the same voltage that they reached today. Look at that. And that's when it started. they started having trouble. It went down, then eventually they ended up trying to power up, burn up the magnets in the right you can see what the actual particle beams were. Again, blue is uh, beam one, red is beam two in both illustrations. You can see the setup beam, all the information. But th this is just going back to the chart to show you where they were at at that point. And then you saw today's chart. They're back again at this. Now, they're not running full collisions in their beams yet. But here's their coordination planning again. As of today, they're showing the allowed injection intensity is one probe. Remember that? Five million protons in that one. Then Thursday morning, they were doing the test. Thursday afternoon, the tune-up and orbit feedback commissioning. Thursday afternoon, attempt to ramp up with no collisions. Thursday night, they decay time. Now, do not push the request button. That's no beams in the super cycle. Let's don't request any accidentally, okay? Now, you can see that, again, it has gone down for the night. That will be picking back up. They're going to update this in the morning, but I will link to this site. It has a lot of other information, but there are no beams now. You can see side one is beam one. Excuse me, left side is beam. So he does updates on this stuff every day, essentially. He's, he's checking this out, and um, the, the point is here is they're getting very close 
very close to actually getting this show on the road where they can actually make this dark matter. One, right sides being two, they're empty. Again, let's go back and look at it today as it was going through. Notice you've got Atlas across the top, Atlas in the center blue lines, and then the CMS and the LHCB main dipole. You can see that everything is idle now, but they had full energy as far as the four gigavolts that they were, 450 gigavolts they were looking for. Now, instead of two empty windows, this is what it will start looking like in the left and right side box is that beam is com comes around those two collider tunnels. They're going to try to concentrate it and control it magnetically for the perfect collision at 0.999% time the speed of light, guys, just under the speed of light. And they're going to be looking for dark matter in this machine. So that's how fast they're going to be going, except I believe it's opposite directions colliding right under the speed of light these protons in this i think 16 mile particle collider you know um so that's it's just it takes a massive amount of energy it, it's just and and this is i guess the the best way they have found to produce this dark matter it's huge if you look at atlas there's massive doors that look like nuclear bunker doors around this thing. Many of these scientists do not know what they're doing, but the leader of the entire bunch knows exactly what he's doing. He's is giving that key to man. Pay very close attention. We'll update this, guys. Heads up. Okay, so that that's that one. I I, I know some of that material was was kind of uh, hard to get your head around. Um, Let's go to this one now, um, this gentleman again, and um, we'll see what he says in this one. A little bit different. What this is going to be showing in this particular audio clip is the Earth's shields are taking a pounding. Every time they're ramping up this thing, it's literally affecting the magnetic shields of the Earth in a very, very negative way. So, yeah, bringing the dark matter over is one thing, but also collapsing our magnetic shields allowing unfettered radiation to come from the sun to you know annihilate our planet that's kind of bad too and that's another thing that it's actually doing april 10th 2015 you're looking at cern's website this morning pay very close attention it says the first Successful beam at a record energy of 6.5 TeV. Notice the timestamp. Look across the graph. In the right, you see the number 6,000, 7,000. Across the left, 6E9, 7E9. In the center, that's 6.5 TeV. That's per beam. One beam is blue. That's beam one. Beam two is red. The black line that you see rising at the top right is the energy line. That's called the beam energy. You see it at 6.5. Notice that they give us just one screenshot, guys. This is what the government watchdogs would see. This is what you would normally see in their updates. 6.5 looks good, right? Why did they shut it off there? Both beams are enabled now, but they're idle. They are not injecting protons. They're not in the process of collisions yet. 
But guys, they almost lost it last night. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to prove a couple things to you because of this test. But it says that the, last night the operations team for the LHC successfully circulated a beam at 6.0 electron volts. One of the many steps before the acceler will, accelerator will deliver collisions at four interaction points. Of course, Atlas, Alice, CMS, and LHCB. Image above, listen. Shows the status of the accelerator between 10.45 p.m. and 1 a.m. last night. The lines on the graph show the intensity of beam 1 blue, beam 2 red, and the, as the team injects the beams into the accelerator, the black line shows the energy for beam 2, which begins to increase at around 12.35 for its injection energy of 4 GeV and ramps to 6.5 TeV, shown as 65,000 giga electron volts at the top left of the screen. Remember that. Now during this time, the magnetopause took a beating, guys. The Earth's shields were crumbling under this test and they haven't started colliding yet. They have reached the voltage to do the collisions, but watch as we go. They haven't even started the collisions yet. <laughs> With the proton collider, the super collider. This is just them ramping up. They, they, this is just them ramping up the voltage. And our shields, at when he had the foresight enough to actually look at in in real time what was happening to the Earth's shields from BPEarthWatch.com, the magnetopause, and the shields were starting to collapse on planet Earth from what they're doing at CERN. I mean, so I said this is a really, really gigantically big deal. This is truly mad scientists trying to play god demon infested lead of satan mad scientists trying to play god through the time notice the time stamp at the top as we go through that 10 to 1 o'clock that they showed us in the graph look at the distortions beginning in the magnetopause unbelievable very little solar pressure at all at this time and remember that i've showed you in the other videos so in other words we weren't getting beat on by the sun like with huge solar flares or anything like that there was like no reason for this other than cern ramping up voltage and they weren't even colliding the particles yet who knows how much more would affect it when they got up to full strength and collided the particles and were producing dark matter north and south pole magnetic lines of the earth are pulling in the magnetic lines of our magnet magnetic shields this went on. Notice we're past that 1 o'clock. Look how bad it gets past that point, guys. They only showed us a screenshot of that. So they were. this is the same time they were ramping up CERN. And that's what he's showing you in this, in this, um, these real-time uh, uh, kind of videos of the magnetos, magnetopause of the Earth. Time. But i'm going to show you what the computers were looking like at that time as they were watching again you can see in the last frames as they have powered down but there was a tremendous amount of distortion you can see also in the magnetometer as it's pulled down during that time but here is the real deal they took a screenshot out of this that was a non-compressed shot and the beam energy is in the black remember Guys, this thing spiked way over 10, 10 EV.
and we don't know how far above it went. Right. It went all the way off the graph that he's showing. The energy. So again, they're playing with things they can't control. It's essentially the point of this video. And again, they haven't even started doing the collisions yet. Right in the center, during that time, where did this peak at? Do you remember the distortion in our magnetos pause that you just saw on the graph there? People say that it doesn't affect it. You're wrong, my friends. You're, you're wrong. It's totally affecting our magnetic, the, the magnetopause, part of the magnetic protection that the Earth has against the sun's radiation. I mean, and it's it's totally, I mean, this is just, I, I just couldn't think of anything more insane to do. than It seems like CERN is the absolute quintessential essence of total insanity if you want to literally try to wipe out and annihilate planet Earth. Now, God's not going to let that happen, okay? But, again, another reason to pray about this just insane situation. Pay attention to this. We And they had to rapidly turn this thing off after 2 p.m. That's when your energy level spiked. Then the beams, I don't. I guess the mad scientists in them just couldn't help it try to crank it back up between 4 and 6. Now we're running at zero energy. This was as it was going on. They took a screenshot as it reached 6.5 and killed it right there. I hope that there are government watchdogs that realize how dangerous this thing is and realize that they're being deceived also now I think they're being honest with us i think it went out of control at that peak in the center of this right here guys we don't know how much further but if this thing went up before they turned it down rapid drop when it started to go out of control they do not know what they're messing with they're going to bring about a lot of problems on this planet but it's a heads up guys they're not going to deceive us until they shut all of our information down. But then I think it may be too late, then we'll start seeing side effects. But they're damaging our shields, and in the video last night, they're dealing with dark matter. And that dark matter can take over because it occupies, what, 90-something percent between dark matter and dark energy of the entire universe as we know it. It's a heads up, guys. Be safe. Okay, so that's that video. I, I hope, you know, I'm sure you can see this is pretty, like, major, major stuff we're covering here. I had to really kind of dig for a lot of this to really get the big picture. Now, here we're going to go into another um, video on this from another different perspective. LHC is being fired up and is expected to begin generating particle collisions any day now. Are they going to achieve their goal? If so, it looks to us like they will be fulfilling prophecy on the exact schedule foretold in the Bible, a schedule and outcome they themselves are signaling. CERN recently presented two films to celebrate the refiring of the LHC called Symmetry and Symmetry Unraveled. A time code has been embedded in the symmetry trailer that testifies to the reason for the LHC. There's a ringing sound and a particle beam collision at 1 minute 13 seconds, 
that speaks to me of the 13th day of the first month on the Lord's calendar. That's the day when... Now, I'm not 100%. He, this guy gets into kind of date setting and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm not really much into that. Uh, I've seen way too many people get burned over the years regarding date setting. Uh, but I think he's got some really solid research, though, regarding this subject. Biblical models. Now, what he's doing is he's playing this new CERN video that just came out in the background. You're actually seeing it. It's, it's very... Just disturbingly, vaguely, occultically weird video. It's it's a trailer, and I think it's a trailer for an actual. I don't know if it's a movie they're going to produce or what, but they they've got their own like. It's we're going to talk about it in in the next audio clip, and it's very strange and and um. Uh, I'll, I'll let him go further. Illustrate the emergence of the Antichrist beast. And that's when the LHC is probably going to begin colliding protons at high energy. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, possibly. Maybe that will be. Now, think about it. If this dark matter started to be produced in a large quantity, and that dark matter is going to activate other dark matter on the planet, and it's going to, ma it's going to activate whatever dark matter are the dark forces within people. Forces that may have been suppressed up until this point, to a certain extent. Okay, what better time for the Antichrist to make his big debut than that? What better time where people would be more susceptible to, to accept him and the false prophet than when this dark matter actually started... Now, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying that God's going to let this happen. I'm just saying, if God did, it would seem like the most likely time for the Antichrist and the false prophet to make their big debut. It's a total theory. It's a theory he has. I'm not saying that, that, that that's the case. I'm saying it, it's, it's optional. It could happen. It's something to think about. It's something that I've never even postulated before up until seeing this new information about CERN in the trailer subsequent to that ringing collision we see beings that had been trapped in another dimension emerge through a time-space portal you'll have to watch the video to understand it's very very strange the video but um yeah these the and obviously these are these are representative of evil entities of course they look like humans in this particular case um being released out of this darkness now if they were in this other dimension this dark where the dark matter reigns supreme they're being released out of it into our plane of existence so we have that as well we'll soon see if it's coincidental that their production mirrors the biblical prophecy it seems very unlikely i've been blogging about how control over time itself is going to be wielded for a week or so by the ancient dragon. And that's what the trailer seems to demonstrate in the way the entire Passover season is embedded in the time. And again, I'm not sure what this guy's theology is. I, I don't have time to, to go in and vet every person. I'm not saying I buy into everything he's saying, but from a Christian perspective, he did bring up some things about this video that I think were noteworthy. So again, this is one of those just glean... You know, 
Uh, if I put a story or a report up about Alex Jones and it's something that, that can be verified and it's something that another whole bunch of other you know, reports are verifying at the same time, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm giving some um, blanket endorsement of Alex Jones. We're just simply gleaning to get the big picture. With even an accounting of the preparation for Passover that accounts for a preliminary hoax scenario. The video is called Symmetry. Um, the uh, the video released by CERN. And I mean, you mean like, yes, it's a particle collider. Now they've got all these choreographers and dance troops they're bringing in from like, you know, Uruguay and, and opera singers and, and, and they're going to like, in all these exotic locations to film this stuff. I mean, it's a particle collider, you know? And, and it's just very, very strange. But again, it seems very strange, but in light of all that we've just looked at, in light of what they're trying to do on planet Earth through this beast of CERN, then it kind of does make sense that they would want to make a big deal out of it and they would want to try to sugarcoat it in the most occultically pleasing way which is what this video is kind of doing i'm also going to be comparing the key scene of this trailer to one from another film the penitent man to demonstrate the match now we're not gonna i'm not gonna play that clip of the penitent man but he makes he makes some really <laughs> uh pretty heavy duty observations regarding that show and i had never heard of it and I went and I, tr I tried to even find it online and, and like the only place I could find it was on Amazon and you had to buy the DVD for like $20. I never seen it. The one guy they show in it, I mean, he's kind of a famous actor and, um, but I, I, it, it's about time travel and he goes through and, and analyzes and I think he makes some really good points. It's just that I just don't have time to, to, to analyze every nuance of every crazy wacky movie coming out and how it may relate to this or that but if you want to watch that this video continues on we're we're going to play another about four minutes and then it goes on for um uh, probably another 12 minutes where he goes into that penitent man movie so the links there in in my uh, pdf for uh 2015 so if you want to see that just because we're not being told directly what's really going on doesn't mean we're not being told. This is a big deal because your life will never be the same. The world will never be the same. And what you do about it will matter for a very long time. The sequence of scenes I showed from the trailer presents a looping in time, repeating the opening of the Stargate to illustrate it from various perspectives. Now that's another thing that I think they're trying to draw parallels on, that CERN is going to open this interdimensional rift, or if you want to call it a stargate or a wormhole, where these, these beings, these um, of most likely a fallen angelic variety, which may have been restrained by God up until this point, will be able to come through in a more unfettered way where they can do much more damage, where they've literally been invited through by stupid man, essentially. Not you and I. I'm talking about just who's ever behind CERN. And the reality is, is Satan is behind CERN. Satan wants this. This is very near and dear to heart. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay, CERN would do all those things. 
if it were allowed to go to its natural conclusion and completion. CERN could do all of that. It could literally destroy the world. Now, it's not going to. There's no Bible for that. But if there wasn't any prayers going up regarding it at all, you know, which I know there's going to be prayers now because I'm going to be putting out this audio, and, and I'm, I'm sure other people have figured this out too. Um, again, that that is what I believe typically will move the hand of God, the, the prayers of the remnant, the saints. So um, let's go further. The brief segment shown begins with the dance in the magic circle of salt, which is itself a manifestation of theurgy. And what's dramatized is representative of multiplied thousands of ritual sacrifices and evocation rituals. It's kind of like these tribal dances that they're doing. Like it kind of evokes like some kind of elaborate African tribal dances that they do. And it's very, very strange. You got like this guy that's kind of dressed up like a monk on the outside of the circle around it and this guy in the inside doing these elaborate dance moves. And I guess they had to like this dance troupe is like this whatever like you know the king grand poobah dance troupe of all creation or whatever i don't know i mean so they really spared no expense for this video i guess over many centuries then there's a particle collision with scattered particles as would be recorded in one experiment sensor array then circular collision imagery from what looks like another array's perspective and then we see trapped entities and their emergence is splintering, symmetry achieved, as the underworld has been bridged to this realm. Control over the flow of time-space has been established for a limited season. I'm going to compare a key scene from the Symmetry trailer with one from The Penitent Man now, a movie about time travel that I blogged about at length last year. What you're going to see in this demonstration is how a glass of water is used to illustrate particle collision. A man bangs with his fist to cause the wave rings to appear. A little later, I'll play it in context. Now, when he does it later, he gets into all this elaborate breakdown of this one scene, and it's like, I watched it, and I'm like, you know what? I think he's right. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to this one scene in this one movie. It's just mind-blowing, you know? But, again, you, you can... Uh, watch that on your own if you click on the link. Hear the man tell us that the water represents time and that the ripples are ripples in time. He's been explaining about how to open a time-space portal for travel through time. Here it is again. His fist pounding represents the percussion of a particle beam collision in CERN's LHC. The penitent man doesn't tell us that directly, or that the time machine being discussed is the LHC, but they dance all over it with expressive language of visual symbols and neuro-linguistic programming, the subtle dropping of verbal hints. What CERN is cleverly not telling us in their opera and dance film trailer is what they are dancing all over with occult symbolism and NLP. They're opening the door to let someone in with a breaching of time-space domains. The LHC is a machine that's intended to open a wormhole through time-space so Apollo can emerge. And that's what the Symmetry trailer confirms to us. 
in familiar. Okay, so we are we in reference to Len literally Napoleon, the, the angel of the bottomless pit coming. We're not in the tribulation yet. Okay, so again, I don't think God's going to need CERN in order to do in order to do what the Bible clearly says is going to happen. And we're not in the tribulation yet. So this is the problem I run into with a lot of people in ministry. They get off into their own literal cult theology and they start thinking they know everything. Very, very, very confident that they have like the only true assessment of the situation. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. I think you really, it's very, very easy to start operating in pride when you get in ministry in general, much less if you're at a level where you start to know stuff that 99% of the church does not know or does not teach. You got to really guard against that. Even, even listeners that know this stuff. Um, you got to guard against that pride because you know, it's very easy to let that stuff well up in you. And when you do, when you become prideful, you become blind and then you become unteachable and you start going down the wrong path. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying I see a lot of things that he's saying where it's just so matter of fact, oh, I basically like he knows this for sure, and he really doesn't, you know, as far as, as how things are going to turn out or what is going to cause what. In a cult fashion, it conceals and reveals that it will happen through the pairing of science and magic. CERN is all about facilitating and celebrating the arrival of the Antichrist beast. Spare no expense. There's no attempt by CERN to hide the connection between the Particle Collider and Shiva, the Lord of the Dance. It's a form of the Dance of the Nataraja that is performed by the dancers in symmetry. Okay, so Shiva, the God of Destruction, the Hindu God of Destruction, main, main deity of Hinduism, okay, is literally outside of the main CERN building where they're doing the particle collisions. Okay, it's, it's, there's a picture of it here in the thing. It's a big old statue by itself. And, and, it's, and Shiva's doing this, this dance of destruction, which is what they're emulating and simulating in this trailer. Okay, it's in your face if you know what you're looking for. A large idol of the Lord of the Dance is displayed prominently at the facility. Shiva is the destroyer of worlds. In the destroyer of worlds. And that's exactly what they're trying to do with CERN. Revelation 9, the angel with the key to the abyss is Apollyon, the destroyer, Abaddon. The pedestal of the idol at CERN is a lotus, which is understood by Illumined Occultists to represent the emergence of Horus, who is also known as Apollo or Shiva. The facility is actually located right where Apollo was openly worshipped long ago in the town of Apollyakum. See, they never do, they never put stuff like this in certain areas of the world by accident. So yes, there is an, there's a, an occultically significant reason why they put this 16-mile particle collider that actually goes between like two different countries, I believe, where they put it. Okay, and, and so it, that's very interesting. I already decoded the fundamentals of the symmetry trailer in this post to the Open Scroll blog titled CERN's Lord of the Dance. So you can reference that for more info, especially about the cosmology of Shiva. The opera and dance production is titled Symmetry, and that involves a matching of the atomic physics with the ritual magic of theurgy. 
The symmetry describes the exploitation of physical laws to manipulate the spiritual realm. The hermetic maxim is an expression of this symmetry. As above, so below. Those who are being inspired by Apollo to bring him forth are synchronizing every kind of work to resonate and harmonize with a focus on the boundary of time-space until the desired result is attained. Okay, and so for just the last little part here, this is this one little, and it's really not a video. It, it is a video. There's no words, and I'm just going to roll this. And I normally don't even read stuff like this, but I, I think it's just something good like the cherry on top of the Sunday to end this these two parts regarding CERN about. Um, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, I'm making this video because yesterday I got a word from the Lord concerning CERN. I saw the video about Shiva, the dance of destruction, performed at CERN ahead of the launch. Um, and soon after I went into prayer, asked the Lord, and I asked if this machine is really working through some kind of evil spirits. The Lord led me to the Ephesians letter regarding the basically the armor of Christ in Ephesians 6. A great period of spiritual warfare is coming upon us. Stay, stay strong in the Lord against the forces of darkness. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is Lord. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You can't go wrong with that. You know, it's not like they were making some kind of on, thus saith the Lord, on May 22nd at 3 p.m. This You know, it wasn't like that, okay? So... I just think that's super important because this is a spiritual battle. Even though this is a machine, it's a spiritual battle. And it's something that needs to be literally, really, really prayed against, specifically. And, and we did this before, and guess what? Two years went by before this got ramped up again here. You know, I did that tour way back in 2006 on the Avion Flu, and, you know, I thought that it was going to hit that year, some type of pandemic, and, and here we are. We've had little things happen along the way that that um, I think that Satan would have liked to have turned into a lot bigger thing. But I do believe that the prayers of the saints and the, move the hand of the Lord so that these things didn't actually come to fruition. So that's all I have for part two. And uh, we will go to part three next. God bless you.